we have a entrepreneur with us this morning and uh, his his partner wasn't able to make it this morning, but he's here and he's one of the founders of Accelerated Waste Solutions, AWS. Uh, and I will let him introduce himself and the, and, the, and the company and talk a little bit about the company. We'll have to take breaks because we will, I think, have a couple more calls in from the candidates. Uh, and then after 1130 or so, we'll probably be able to go on through because uh, I want you all to understand, we, 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 we oftentimes wonder if black people uh, are, are doing business here in Tampa. If things are going well for a lot of black business, there are many black businesses here in Tampa that are growing. We have a very good ecosystem, thanks to people like Miss Candy Lowe and a lot of other folks that do out here that support that black entrepreneur ecosystem. But this morning we have Mr. Fred Tomlin with AWS. Uh, Fred, go ahead, pull up to the mic and introduce yourself. Give us a little background on yourself and and, and the company. And then we'll talk about what 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 made you decide to become an entrepreneur. No, uh, thank y'all. I appreciate you. First off, thank you for having me this morning. Absolutely. And uh, uh, definitely um, had a, a storied history or story press. I, I got to pour into that uh, that article that you talked about with uh, Brian. Um, unfortunately, uh, that story is probably too common with too many black people. And uh, I, too, as a U.S. veteran, uh, unfortunately, had some some storied experiences as well. So it's uh, our hearts go out um, to that family, to the George Floyd family, and uh, just to ensure that uh, I, you keep your prayers with them. Um, that said, um, as far as our journey from uh, uh, into entrepreneurship, my name is uh, Fred Tomlin. I'm uh, CEO of Accelerated Waste Solutions. Uh, we started our business back in 2008. Albert uh, sits here real humble. He doesn't want to say, but he's a very, very big catalyst. And uh, the reason why I can even say we're in the status that we are as far as a business today, Albert uh, Albert Lee, and, uh, as the uh, president of the uh, Tampa Bay Black Business Investment Corporate Corps, uh, was the first uh, entity to give us our first funds that launched our business some uh, about a decade ago and uh, took pretty much the first chance on us uh, when a lot of banks told us no. Um, and that was really our only source of, of income. And I, Y'all I worked for it, though. We, we worked for it. We worked <laughs> for it. We made sure we worked for it. <laughs> Y'all worked but uh, uh, nonetheless, it, it was an integral piece of the start of our business, and I'm, I'm, I'm eternally grateful for it. So Al knows that. I appreciate it. Um, but that said, uh, we started our business back in uh, 2008. I was, uh, me and my uh, partner, Sherrod Hunter, who's the uh, chief operating officer of our company and also uh, president, um, he uh, was living at an apartment complex. Me and him both worked at a Fortune 500 um, selling B2B advertising. And we were top sales leaders at the at the company. And we thought we were hot shot sales guys. <laughs> um, Sherrod ended up living in an apartment complex that carried one of the services that we offer today, the valet trash service or apartment doorstep trash collection. It's essentially where we give uh, residents at an apartment complex their own container and they're allowed the same convenience you are at your home where they can place that container with their bag trash outside their front door several days a week. Um, Sherrod was introduced to this service, didn't really like it at the time. He's about 25 years old. He felt like he could take his own trash to the to the to the compactor. Uh, and but after a while, you know, once you use the service, it, it ends up getting very sticky because it's convenient. And uh, he ended up loving the service. But his rent renewal came. And uh, once he went to go renew his rent, he found out that that service was going to cost him twenty five dollars additional per month. <laughs> a, little, a little perturbed, but he still uh, found some value in the convenience and it also. Uh, Sherrod's really good at math. So he started to do the numbers. He's like, hey, this complex about 400 units and they're charging me $25 
per door. That's a that's a nice little chunk of change every month. Mm-hmm. And so his gears got to turning. And uh, longer than short, he ended up approaching myself about starting a business to sell these contracts that serve to service these apartment complexes with the apartment doorstep trash collection or valet trash as it's known. And again, we thought we were hot shot salespeople. We go out <laughs> and uh, we kill it and uh, sell these contracts with no problem. Longer than short, uh, we ended up failing at it miserably. Um, what we didn't realize is that the multifamily industry is a it's a cottage industry and it's built on relationships essentially uh, we didn't have those relationships so, um, and after some brow beating with one property manager we took her to lunch and she ended up divulging to us that we were going to need to build up our credential and make sure that we were a reputable business operating on these multi-million dollar assets you know and uh, we did but we didn't step off with getting that contract right away me and Sherrod's uh, savage uh, 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 savvy was in website building and uh, SEO PPC marketing. So we threw up a website that had to do with anything uh, that had to do with trash, a whole host of services. And if you called in, we were going to do it. And uh, essentially somebody called in for junk removal. We didn't even have a truck. Uh, we had to borrow one of my fraternity brother's dad's trucks <laughs> and uh, he ended up uh, helping us satisfy that junk haul. But it too was a big start of our business. The phone kept ringing for junk removals and in the meantime, we were able to approach apartment complexes for just that, getting rid of the couches, the mattresses. They would let us do that with our, our, our dump trucks. Eventually, that one dump truck turned into several. We eventually uh, changed our name in Accelerated Waste Solutions because we got a bit broader and essentially we we ended up garnering a, a contract for that valet apartment doorstep trash collection over time. Over time, we ended up taking that that one apartment complex that we serviced here in Tampa Bay. We still service it a decade later, uh, but that one apartment complex now leads us to service uh, 20,000 doorsteps five nights a week in 20 states across the country. <laughs> and <laughs> wow. and uh, in the meantime, we also developed the nation's only junk removal app in the way of uh, the junk shot. Well, we found a need in the in the junk removal industry in terms of giving some transparency and some honesty in that industry. And uh, a big piece or a big part of that industry is the bait and switch that our competitors do. They essentially char- or give you a quote about one price over the phone and then they increase it by a great deal when they get on site. Um, what our app does is it allows you to take a photograph or a video of any junk or trash and then we shoot you over a quote directly over to your iPhone, Android device but what it does is give great transparency about what that price point is going to be before we get on site. We can't change that price point to that degree, uh, to the degree of our competitors. And so it gives us a great deal of uh, uh, reliability and uh, uh, trust into our, our customers and also has grown us uh, to a great deal across the state. Junk Shot Junk Removal now operates in about six markets throughout the state of Florida, um, all the way from Jacksonville, Orlando, all the way down to Miami and Broward. And then we also have two locations in the state of Texas in Dallas and Fort Worth in the junk shot junk removal market. So just a lot of growth. We've been just really honestly putting one foot in front of the other. If I can tell you anything that's grown our business, it's been reliability, making sure that we have transparency and our technology, that technology um, that we use to give people the insight into our work fulfillment has been key for us. And uh, we, we we tell people we're really a technology company that picks up trash, and, yeah. uh, but we make it easy. We use technology to the degree and uh, we honestly um, just put it in place when we can make make it make sense for our business. So, you know, and, and again, you know, you, you, you even got somewhat granular on the, the business itself. That was, you know, you, you, you guys, and it's interesting how 
I tell people all the time with entrepreneurs, you know, uh, a lot of times you'll find entrepreneurs, they didn't set out or plan to end up doing what they're doing. They see an opportunity and they seize on it. Okay. And you mentioned some key things. Uh, Number one, you guys were sales oriented, which means you weren't afraid to get out there and talk to people. Okay. And I can't tell you how often we see people go into business. And they're afraid to talk about their business. This is true. Uh, and they don't know how to talk about their business. You've got to be able to relate with people. You've got to be able to get out there and talk about yourself and your business and so on and so forth. And you guys were able to do that. You all were natural. And by the way, folks, they 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 were knocking it down pretty good on their jobs, especially for young guys back there. <laughs> you know, they, they were doing pretty well income wise. Uh, and for them to, you know, decide, you know what, we want to take our own destiny into our hands and get out there. I mean, talk about Fred, t- talk about the I guess the mentality to say, OK, we're going to stop doing this that we know we're making money at and go and try this. And like you said, first time you guys failed at it miserably, right? And I remember when, when we first started talking, I remember where your first office was. When we oh, came man. To meet, you know? Oh, and man. So, so tell them. Just give, them the, give them the backstory. Don't give them all the glamour. Give them the backstory. <laughs> but, but, you know, nothing starts out all, all, all shiny like that. Um, but I'll paint a picture for you. Uh, even though we started the business in 2008, we actually started it part-time. I didn't leave uh, my job right away. We, mm-hmm. uh, we actually uh, kept our daytime jobs. And I was an outside salesperson, so I was able to um, handle sales with this uh, part-time thing that we thought was going to be part-time. Uh, it turned into my life today. Mm-hmm. Um, but that gave us the opportunity to be able to go out and introduce ourselves in the marketplace. But uh, what happened was we, we, had, we hit the Great Recession. Uh, 2009, I was in advertising sales. And if you can imagine uh, most businesses, um, the advertising budget inside of that, that climate was one of the first things that uh, that got cut. So the writing was kind of on the wall for me with that industry in itself and even in my company that I was with at the time. Um, had a newborn baby, 2009. Uh, my <laughs> wife just, uh, we got married also that same year. Um, uh, had a house mortgage. Um, <laughs> just gave this woman a ring. Just gave her a brand new baby. And uh, I told her I was about to quit my six-figure job yep. and go out and start a trash business. <laughs> and God bless her soul. Uh, she she looked at me. She understood uh, the kind of person I was. I, I didn't do things uh, without a lot of planning. I could tell people when you go out to start a business, one thing I, I would always tell people, make sure your savings are in place. I had about a year's worth of what my bills at the time um, were in terms of savings and that gave me a lot of confidence in terms of uh, taking a stab but I, was, I felt like if I I had already been in the military for uh, four years I was eight four years uh, National Guard so that was eight years of my life I kind of gave to the uh, United States Army and then I gave another four or five years to this uh, corporation and I just felt like if I can uh, do that for other people I could take a stab at my own destiny for myself and you went to college you got your degree and all I did. that I, I'm, a, I'm a proud graduate <laughs> uh, the uh, University of South Florida here inside of Tampa. I didn't mention, but I'm also homegrown. I'm from Polk County over in uh, Lakeland, Florida. So yep. I'm, I'm right here uh, out of the Bay Area. Um, also a member of the, me and uh, Albert also share in the great fraternity of Omega Sci-Fi Fraternity Incorporated. Um, so that's always a great tradition that I take a, a lot of great pride in. Yep. Um, but that said, uh, um, me and uh, Sherrod, who also, if he was here, he could tell he had a host of sacrifices in himself. He started out um, when he got to Florida as a waiter and uh, he ended up uh, when he 
quit the six-figure job that he had. He actually ended up going back to wait tables in between us getting the business off the ground um, because it, it took about six months or so before I think we even paid ourselves. I think we paid people uh, for several months ongoing. The And, and I mentioned that foreclosure, foreclosure crisis. Um, it, although it added some calamity to our life, with the waste industry, like a lot of times it actually added a lot of uh, a reward to us. We were able to capitalize on that calamity mm-hmm. um, with the foreclosure crisis. Being in the waste industry, all those abandoned homes, um, we had the the benefit of going out and removing the waste from those homes and, and, and turned out to be quite a, a bit of beneficial launch to our business when we first started. Also okay. gave us time to start uh, those contracts on the other side of our business. But it was it's very hard going, but if I were to ever give a, 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 a person some insight about um, taking a step forward on your own destiny. It's really just making sure that you plan that you may go several months without an income um, because you're investing in your future for the long haul. Mm -hmm. And so as long as you've got the comfortability to take care of you and your family for an extended period of time, if if you've got that burning desire, you should take that leap. Okay. All right, folks, listen, let's talk about it with Al Lee. And we're back this morning with our guest, Mr. Fred Tomlin, CEO of Accelerated Waste Solutions, better known as AWS. And they are the originators of the Junk Shot app, the folks. And it's, a, it's, it's, it's unique. I remember when they devised this and came up with it, uh, with their app, uh, Fred and Sherrod were so excited about it because they were the first ones to ever do that. And again, like he was saying before, technology is something that they use in their business. And uh, Fred, before we took our break and and talked to the uh, state rep, um, we were talking about some of the sacrifices you made as a business owner, you know, and people don't realize many times what those sacrifices are. First, you had to get Gabby, your wife, to to sit there and go along with this ride with you, you know, Uh, and then you have to convince people to do business with you. You had to go out and talk to these property managers and say, hey, we can do this. Yeah, no, we don't have experience in doing it, but trust us, you give us a chance, we can make this work. Uh, Like you said, you took advantage of what happened in the economy. When you guys started your business, that's when foreclosures started going up. So all of a sudden, property preservation was huge. Mm -hmm. You had banks out there that needed somebody to go in and clear out these houses, these foreclosed homes, right? Mm-hmm. So you guys fed off of that for a period of time. We were talking about the sacrifice. Now you guys have a have a nice office and things like that, but when we first met, <laughs> we were over at, at a trailer that had like three wheels or something like that, and, but y'all were making it work, man. I mean, you all were making it work. You had like one truck, and I think you said y'all used to wonder whether it was going to crank or run that day, you know? Nah, I mean, credit goes to Sherrod, uh, <laughs> man. He, uh, he definitely had a vision. We Before we even did that we were just working out of a home mm-hmm. and uh Sherrod was really the one that was uh moving through the uh the junk side of junk junk removal side of our business and uh, he just had a vision it, it, it took a lot of convincing we were behind a thrift show thrift thrift store uh, in a dirt lot and we ended up having to go buy like a I think the trailer was like twelve hundred dollars it was like a construction trailer uh didn't the AC didn't work in it didn't have a bathroom we, we used to, uh, it was it was a little rough existence we had to run a extension cord to the trailer for power to power so you, uh, me and him in there in the heat of summer working on laptops like we got a real office but 
we made it work and uh, we did that for a couple years we moved into a, a, a larger office uh, a real office <laughs> after that and then now we're sitting in our own separate building with warehouse space and, and call center so it's a real a real full circle journey but it definitely um, it takes uh, t- sacrifice takes sacrifice and perseverance you gotta be able to uh, see so I remember Ali always set us and I, something I still think through the day through a lot of our financial planning Albert's a you know a, a past bank executive and so when we approached him about asking for money um, you know when you're asking people for money you don't want to be too uh presumptuous about it you want to you want to you know you want to you want people to think at least at least think so that you're conservative about you know what you're getting ready to do with their money and i remember we we couldn't decide on asking albert lee for the right amount of money we, we, i think we I, I can't remember the dollar amount but it was too little and i and i, I was shocked at someone actually saying that we were asking for too little money mm-hmm and I hadn't gotten that concept to, in business presented to me as of yet. Albert was the first one, and he had a a little uh, a little motto, or, or so to speak, or a saying. He was like, "Don't paddle yourself and get all, just halfway through the lake." He was mm-hmm. like, "Or or don't get to the, the fifty, <laughs> get yourself to the fifty yard line and realize you don't have enough capital to get to the other side of the field or across that lake." Yep. And uh, that visual kind of it resonated with me, and I understood immediately what he meant. And uh, had he not had the foresight, we might have really just took enough capital to get us to the middle of the lake and we would have been stuck, uh, so to speak, where a lot of businesses get. So um, having mentors around you like that is also key in business. And uh, for people to and and Albert was one of the people that stressed to us to to make sure that we utilize our network of people. And uh, we did. And you you won't believe how many corners people looked around for us that we we didn't know that was there. We could see around those corners because we did have mentors that had already experienced. Albert's an entrepreneur in his own right in his dry cleaning business and uh, he had just a wealth of experiences that just saved us so many headaches with labor and (laughs) and planning. I mean just stuff that we just we didn't have to do or didn't have to go through because somebody just told us hey avoid it and uh, do it this way and you won't even have to experience it. But you guys were you you know and and I say this uh, and and, and Fred I really do appreciate uh, I don't don't talk about those things because the most important part for me is making sure the clients get what they need Mm -hmm. you know and you guys first people have to prove to you that they're serious about doing what they're doing they have to have some as they say skin in the game the sacrifices you made Uh, very few people have it all figured out okay you don't expect people to have everything all figured out but there's certain things they got to be willing to do and part of that is willing to listen willing to be uh, upfront and straightforward about about things you know and uh, and 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 I'm gonna grab the we're gonna grab the call in just a minute uh, after we finish I want to finish this point because it's important that people recognize that you've got to be willing to do something yourself okay you guys had already you know, Started. I mean, you know, literally, I, 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 I and I appreciate crib. I take very little credit for it because you all were on your way. You know, we were able to jump in and help a little bit. And it's funny, you, you I can't believe you still remember that story from all those years <laughs> ago. But I do. And what you're talking about is many times uh, businesses do not ask for enough money because we've been taught. Well, um, you know, hey, it, it, they, they may not give me this, but maybe I can get this. You know, and unfortunately, unfortunately. Uh, People who own or been in business understand that taking too little money actually can make yourself make you worse off. Mm -hmm. Okay, you know, if you need 100 grand and you get 50 Mm. 
and you can't get the other 50 and you know it takes 100, then what happens is you've gotten the 50, you've created the debt, you owe that 50 uh. back, but you've not gotten enough to do everything you need to do. So you get halfway through it. You can't fully execute on the plan and you can't come up with the other 50 grand. Because what people hope say, well, I, if I get the 50, I'll come up with the mm-hmm, other somewhere. Mm-hmm. You better know where you're going to come up with that extra money from. Mm-hmm. And so many times as, 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 as financiers, as lenders, you know, you understand that concept. And so when you see that, you already know that there's poor planning. You know that people really have not truly planned because you're sitting there intuitively knowing it's going to cost more capital than that. And if you ever look at shows like Shark Tank or The Profit, you'll see them deal with that a lot of times. Mm-hmm. You know, people will say, no, it's only going to take this. And first thing they'll sit there and say, no, it's going to take a lot more than you. It almost always takes more than you think. Absolutely. Because things never really go according to plan. And once you've had that bite of the apple, it's hard to go back <laughs> and try to get more when somebody's already taking a chance and you're not doing well with yeah, that. So, so Fred, let's let's talk about what AWS is doing uh, right now because that's something I really wanted people to understand, man. You guys have gone through that, that growth period. You're continuing to grow. Uh, you know, uh, you, you're at 20, at 20 states now. Uh, but now you all want to share that opportunity with with other people. Uh, so talk about what you all are doing now, something you all have recently endeavored on. Yeah. Um, no, thank you for uh, um, asking that. Uh, honestly, Albert, we've been um, we've been very selfish with our success over the years. Me and Sherrod have uh, been very steady, Eddie, in the way of uh, growing our business. Mm-hmm. And um, but that said, uh, although we've grown the business, continue to grow it today. Um, we want to share our, our success with others. Um, we want to envision or we really envision people that look like myself and Sherrod. We're both African-American men. And uh, we would love to see the the next phase of our business, um, creating the next phase of entrepreneurs, uh, millionaire success stories coming out of our own business. And and what that entails is that we're we're franchising the business. Wow. Uh, what I share with you before is Accelerated Waste Solutions. Uh, we're a, a niche waste and recycling firm. We offer two main lines of business. One is our doorstep details brand, which is the valet trash or the apartment doorstep trash collection business. What's the beauty in that business is is that we sell three to five year contracts, long term contracts to property managers. And those contracts are are based on a monthly revenue that we receive every single month for that three to five year contract. We call it mailbox money. Mm. Uh, The way that business works is that we charge property management a fee and then property management charges residents, each resident, as I mentioned before, a, a price point or amenity fee above and beyond our cost. And they keep that price dip difference as profit. And it in turn increases the net operating income for that multifamily asset, which if you understand a little bit about commercial properties, the way they value those properties are based on the amount of income that they um, produce. That they produce. Sure. And so our value add amenity actually increases the value of that property, which makes us a very, very sought after uh, service for apartment complex developers, property management groups. Uh, and we're also very sticky, as you can imagine, with a lot of services. But um, it's been pretty much the anchor of our business. Both of our lines of service are an essential service. So we've been operating from co- through COVID since day one. Um, we've had to operate safely and responsibly since day one, but we've never stopped working. Um, that said, um, that anchor in terms of creating that uh, reoccurring revenue that we rely on as a, a, like I said, an anchor for our business allows us to really exploit the next line of our business, which is our other brand, the Junk Shot Junk Removal or the Junk Shot Junk Removal app. 
And what it does is uh, both of the businesses are very aligned. On the doorstep detail side of our business, we only sell into apartment complexes. On the junk shot junk removal business, we actually approach uh, complexes primarily because it's a B2B brand. Um, and the reason being is um, you at your home, you might go through cleaning out your garage, say maybe once every year, maybe if you're lucky, once every three to three years. Um, but in an apartment complex, they're going through that trash collection once every three, one to two times a week. Hmm. And so that's the reason why we approach those businesses, uh, as well as self-storage, realtors, uh, small remodeling contractors, house flippers. And our app, we let do the heavy lifting in terms of competing against the 1-800-GOT-JUNKS of the world, the college hunks of the world. Our app is a key differentiator, and it's a patented piece of technology. I don't know if I mentioned that to you. We're the nation's only patented junk removal app. No other company in the entire country can actually duplicate our service systems. And uh, so that gives us a huge advantage in the marketplace with a single family home consumer and really leads us to focus our business on B2B, which is a, a key differentiator in our success. But right now we're offering uh, franchises for our brand for both of those lines of business, a very powerful business that, like I said, is operating through the essential service environment, as well as creating reoccurring revenue mailbox money that we, we account on for creating general generational wealth within me and Sherrod's uh, family. Um, that said, we've got veteran benefits or veteran discounts um, to our brand, as well as we want to um, analyze your situation as a minority um, to see what uh, what steps we can take to make sure you've got the capital um, to, to push this business off the ground. Like I said, um, every business in Albert, as he's been uh, testifying to previously, you need to make sure you've got the right financial worth with all to take on a business. Um, but that said, we want want to make sure that we put forth a little bit more effort um, for people that look like myself and Sherrod to see if we can give you a hand up in this business. So you guys have now moved to the point where you're offering this opportunity to other people through franchising. You've got it. Okay. Just want to visit acceleratedwastefranchise.com. Um, you'll find out all the information about the franchise there I want you to pour in. If you have an interest, just fill out that contact form. Our director of franchise will contact you at that time. But we're essentially um, moving at a very rapid pace on the franchising and we want to make sure that we don't leave our people behind. So please. Well, and, and you know, one of the things that people, you know, you're like, you got college hunks and, and all of those folks. I mean, they, you all are a homegrown business you and that's it. what's amazing. Not only are you uh, from Tampa, but y'all young African-American brothers who started this thing from ground up, man. And you all, I have seen you all put put the infrastructure in place okay I've seen you all do that working with your bankers uh, working with you all as accountants you have all of those advisors in place personally you guys have, have done well for yourselves by making sure that you reserve some of that capital because again you know um, at some point if nobody else don't put no money in your business you're going to have to you're going to have to that's it alright and maintaining your credit and all of those kinds of things and so now you have this opportunity that you're offering to other people folks let me tell you something if you are a young person out there and you're looking for something to start on your own um, I, you owe it to yourself to at least go to the website and sit down and talk to their franchise development person and see what the opportunity is see what it's going to cost you See how you might be able to put that deal together and then see what's available as far as capital to help you start. Maybe we can we might be able to help you. Who knows? So 
please avail yourself to that. Fred, give them the contact information again. Yeah, like uh, Al said, you definitely want to go to AcceleratedWasteFranchise.com. That's AcceleratedWasteFranchise.com. And even if you land on our other sites, AcceleratedWaste.com or JunkShotApp.com, there's a franchise button there to click on for both of those sites. But um, really think through this opportunity. Um, we've been talking to a lot of families that are thinking through things differently for the next generation of their families. And uh, we see in the environment where we're in, um, we've got to help ourselves people and uh, the the first step to that is breaking the chains of uh, employment and making sure that you take on your own journey and we want to help you be successful at that all right Fred thank you so much this morning man for for coming in uh, you know it's been a long time coming uh, I appreciate you giving us the opportunity and then with you guys rolling out this franchise it's a great chance to talk about that and everything and I love catching up with you and Sherrod whenever <laughs> I can it's hard to catch up with you guys these days I don't know where y'all gonna be what state you might be in or where you're at and I think y'all done moved out y'all drive different cars I don't see the trucks anymore you know and all of that good stuff but no it's been a, it's been a pleasure to have you on this morning uh, again Again, folks, my guest this morning has been Mr. Fred Thomas, CEO of Accelerated Waste Solutions. And, folks, his partner, Sherrod, is a fantastic guy. Absolutely. Uh, they make a great combination. He's a fantastic guy. Mr. Sherrod. We'll yeah, next time we'll have to make sure we have our man Sherrod here as well. He's uh, he's like, he got a good excuse. His son is uh, doing karate belt testing today. Okay, cool. All right. Okay, folks, we got to wind it up. You're listening to Let's Talk About It with Al Lee. Uh, this was our installment for this week. Next week we'll start. Uh, with our back to school uh, because that'll be June and we'll be rolling into that. So you'll hear us next week with another installment of Let's Talk About It. You're listening to Al Lee, 1150 WTMP. We'll be back next week. Thank you.